episode one with Scott Kelly. So today has been awesome. Got to catch up with Scotty. Um, Learned a ton of things from him. He has a great mindset. Um, Scotty is super motivated and this guy is just full of one-liners. It was really interesting with what Scotty said as well about how um, you know, he's gone through some struggles about uh, talking about his mental health in terms of being burnt out from work, how he has found uh, almost a sort of new lease on life in terms of getting into the gym and being able to um, feel better. Um, and then Scotty also goes into depth about, you know, what he's done, um, everything from there. And uh, one of the, the big takeaways I got from Scotty um, is just how he prioritizes his life in terms of um, health, family, and wealth. So he prioritizes it like that. Um, And what I mean by that is he will always focus on his health first. So being as healthy, active, eating well, everything that falls under the health spectrum, then The second most important thing is spending time with his family and friends, um, being able to give back. Uh, And then, obviously, he sums up that everything else will fall into place when it comes to business. Um, So that was one of the big takeaways I got with Scotty. Um, Other than that, all-round great guy and full of great chat. Um, Make sure you've got your pens and paper ready because this guy is just the one-line king. Um, And, yeah, hope you guys look forward to... Uh, the podcast. Just one quick mention, uh, seeing this as this is number one, um, bear with it, guys. The audio is a bit scratchy. Um, That's because we were tinkering with the mixer. Um, It's going to be much better from every episode here on in, but stick stick it through. Um, There's some great gold nuggets in there, and uh, you'll really get a benefit from it. Alrighty, guys. Welcome, team. My name is Josh Atkins. And you're listening to Australia's Most Adventurous Podcast. All right, let's do it, bro. Let's do it. All right, Scotty, welcome. First one. Um, just pull up my notes. Mate, you excited? Mate, I'm pumped. I've just made myself a short black. Um, mate, what is it now? 11.30? You probably need a protein shake. Gosh, what do you reckon, mate? What's your advice on that? Soon. Uh, be coming along pretty soon, I reckon. <laughs> what, did you do anything this morning? Go for a run? Yeah. yeah you took the dog um, out, didn't you? Well, I took the dog out for a 5K. Big walk yeah. around here and then uh, did a 10K after that. I was feeling a bit sore from our session yesterday, <laughs> mate. And uh, I thought I'll... Better get the muscles loosened up, so let's go on a 10K. Don't take the path of least resistance. That's it. Force yourself out in the track, mate. Beautiful. All right, Scotty, uh, what I get you to do, mate, just give me a little intro on yourself. Uh, let everyone know where you've come from, uh, what's gone on in the past, and yeah. Yeah, well, I suppose first and foremost, proud Queenslander. Beautiful. Back living in Brizzy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, 36 years of age, soon to be 37. I've had a fairly diverse life. Um, all the way through. I don't want to sort of harp on too much about that, but um, grew up on the Goldie, beautiful Burley Head, great part of the world. Yes, it is. Yeah. Um, lived in Sydney, um, London for a period of time. 
um, central Queensland through business and um, relationships and what have you. Um, and yeah, now living in Brisbane, very fortunate to be married to the love of my life, Amy Marie Hamilton. Dash Kelly, she likes to be referred to now. <laughs> and um, yeah, been in Brisbane the last four months and loving it. Perfect, mate. Great. All right. So, um, touching on that, Scotty, as well, um, nice little bit of recap there. What are you doing at the moment? Work? Yeah, interesting question, mate. Um, probably give two answers to this what I really do and my corporate title, if you want to call it that, which okay, is a bit, yeah. a bit cringeworthy. So, um, my corporate title is Head of Franchise uh, for Real Estate Group Stone Real Estate yep. in, in Queensland. Um, what I really do um, and what my purpose is, is I help real estate businesses grow and people grow okay. within those businesses. So I prefer to answer the question with the latter. Right. Um, it just gives a bit of meaning to what I do. Sure. And if I say franchise and real estate and this big, long corporate term, people tend not to understand. So, yep. um, but why I do it is, is that purpose. And I love seeing growth. I love seeing people grow. I love seeing businesses um, So I've got a real, yeah, meaningful purpose to assist people in making that happen. Awesome, mate. Perfect. And how long have you been doing that now? That long? Um, well, we just, um, probably the last four to six weeks, we just commenced. So we're, okay. we're, we're a standing start at the moment. Um, prior to that, um, I've been in the actual real estate industry for 19 years. Okay. Wow. So, yeah, young 18-year-old coming out of school in the year 2000 and listing and selling real estate to, to where I am today. So, um, and again, I haven't really done anything else. It's sort of evolved into different segments, and, and now it's where I am is sort of that macro business segment where we're growing a you know, formalised business and partnering with uh, really cool people. Nice. Okay. And so I guess mostly everyone really or have just real estate agents do in terms of help buy and sell property, I guess, or sell. Yeah. How did you get down this rabbit hole? Yeah, definitely. Well, I suppose historically and even currently in a lot of circles, people think real estate agents, they start to fringe, <laughs> I suppose. Um, I suppose the word salesperson comes to mind. Yeah, um, I think they prefer to be known as the best sales. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, and a lot of Asians, it's all about them. Oh, yeah. So um, <laughs> I've got a personal philosophy, and so does the company I work for and the people I work with. It's not about the agent, it's about the consumer, customer. Yep. Um, yeah, real estate, the industry itself is quite archaic in a lot of ways, the way um, services are done. Um, Asians can get paid big bad tech on right. looking after their own property. So we've developed a model in the background um, that is consumer centric. Um, that'll enable our business to back that. Um, and so we feel our models are different um, what the mainstream models are out there. Okay. There as well, more boutique and consumer focused. Right. I mean, that's very complex now. I know, I guess, outsourcing to India, yeah. what it feels like. Yeah, that little personalised touch. Absolutely, yeah. And, and people talk about AI and artificial intelligence and you know, is my job at risk or is my career at risk? And, at the end of the day, a robot can't replace human emotions. That's it. Um, much like yourself, mate. You know, in your year, you're not going to have an artificial robot um, or in many circles try and motivate you and, and push you to what you can achieve yep. there as well. So, um, yeah, so I'm really excited, mate, for the future and the growth of business. That's awesome, Scotty. All right, so what I want to touch on now is let's, uh, let's probably go back six months from when we first met, uh, or maybe not that six months. Uh, it hasn't been that long, but 
what led up to us getting in touch and working together. Um, I guess you don't need, you don't want to, you don't need to drop names and anything. <laughs> That's all good, man. Um, but yeah, so run me through because I think this is one of the best things and what maybe a lot of people probably fear how they take time out themselves to recharge and refocus. So let's uh, let's rewind a couple of months, or I guess you tell the story from here. How we essentially where you got to, where we met, how come you got there, and what's happened. Yeah, sure, mate. And um, I think to, to tell the story is the best way to be honest. Yeah, how it is. So um, I was in a um, really well um, paid corporate job um, with a really cool company there as well. Um, and certain things just didn't seem quite right last, particularly six to four months before I ended up parting ways with that company. Um, now, that wasn't a byproduct of the company I worked with, more myself and how where, and where I was aligned to. Um, often in life, you can always look outward around, hey, why aren't things right? Um, and, and put blame on outward factors. But I looked inward. And I realised, okay, I don't have a lot of clarity here in terms of what I want to achieve and why I want to achieve. Um, still somewhat enjoying what I'm doing because I'm still serving people. Yep. Um, but I just wasn't enjoying something. Um, subsequently realised I was probably to a degree better within the work environment and, um, and that sort of filtered down to the home life I have you. And this is where I was very fortunate to have a beautiful partner and wife. Um, and with the same partner, <laughs> wife Amy. Um, <laughs> To help me realise, um, yeah, how I, I needed a bit of a break and just a bit of clear time to reassess what's important yep. to me, not what's urgent, and um, just to realign my thinking moving forward. So I resigned from that job late last year. Um, part of the, the sort of recentering process was fitness. Um, Amy was definitely an advocate. She goes, well, if you're going to um, quit the job and um, – you're not doing anything immediately, you're going to go to the gym. And I said, well, what do you mean by that? Good. Yeah, you can't be hanging around the house doing nothing. <laughs> I said, why not? <laughs> well, we've got a, we don't have any kids. We've got a beautiful puppy called Billy. I can be Mr. Mum. She goes, no, no, no. <laughs> so it was her leading me in the, in the direction to come and see you. Perfect. Um, down at Genesis. And, um, yeah, and the feelings of that, um, nervous. Yep. Uncertain. Um, I was still in my comfort zone. Yeah. Before be coming down. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that was part of my own happiness. Right. At the end of the day. Um, and, and I've always realised with my history, with life, work, everything else in between, great things aren't achieved in, in my comfort zone. And that's probably a broad term. Yeah, no one's come. Take yeah. on board. Previously, I've been really fit, you know, done a lot of half marathons and what have you, so a lot of good strength. And I got to a stage where I was quite unfit physically. Yep. Um, and even that was probably attributing to, to the mental side as well, you know, with that burnout yep. per se. So I came down and, and we, we met and we had an instant connection straight away. And I'm going to give you a wrap here, mate. You were very good in terms of connecting on that individual level, yep. not just a cell pitch. We used that with a salesperson before. And, um, yeah, we're away. And I'm, I still remember that first session. It might have been the second time or third time we met we got underway and God, I'd realised <laughs> how out of shape I was and how unhappy I was resulting right. from that session. Uh, but afterwards I was I was on 
you know, cloud nine, realizing, okay, I'm pushing the boundaries again. I'm, I'm getting back to where I should be, where I deserve to be. And um, here we are, what, four or five later, whereabouts. Yeah, loving it. I think I've lost five kilos or thereabouts. And yeah, just, just feeling stronger. It's not about the weight, it's just feeling stronger. Yeah. Um, which again attributes to where I am now. I'm super excited about what I'm doing and moving forward with that. Definitely, and I think uh, I think a lot of people starting to notice that as well when we go for our runs. Like how I think it was yourself, Carl, or everyone was saying how much easier they're getting. Yeah. Just after doing a couple, that first one. Did. Absolutely, yeah. So yeah, everyone's made some pretty good progress in that short amount of time. Yeah, for sure. It's having the um, the fortitude, the internal fortitude to push through that pain. Yep. When I say pain, it's not so much physical pain; it's mental pain. Definitely. Mate, I'm, I'm there sometimes as well. <laughs> Mate, you were there last Saturday. Yeah, I'll give you, the, give you the hot tip. Yeah, that, that first couple of K. Ooh. Oh, you are a machine, though, man. <laughs> All righty, that's awesome, Scott. So you touched on uh, doing a few, um, a few of those half marathons and stuff. And, um, we, we were speaking the other day how when you and Amy did China as well. Let's uh, let's just run through a couple of those uh, those exercise things that you've done. So those milestones that you've achieved with uh, some of those. No, there's running feats and doing it yeah. overseas, so can you yeah. list off a couple of things for those? Yeah, for sure, mate. Look, running's always been a passion of mine. Um, I'm probably just a bit off topic. That's why I came to see you. I needed more sort of overall strength, not just the running. Yep. Um, but yeah, um, so we've done a lot of half marathons, both Amy and I, um, myself. The Gold Coast Half Marathon was my first. Uh, we've done Great Ocean Road. Uh, that was wow. a, That was a killer. That was okay. 20... 22 k's and very hilly anyone's been on the great ocean road can attest to that very windy as well so that was a really good run and and yeah last year was the highlight i think um we did the great wall of china half marathon did that with amy and her father laurie okay uh, laurie's a machine he was just turned uh 60 and yeah he did it with us great to wow. see it was a lot of fun too like running on the wall it was probably about 5k to 21k yep only a certain part but uneven steps going up and it was really fun running through the villages and high-fiving all the little Chinese kids around. and um, they throw it, your breathing pattern off. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we spoke about it the yeah. other day. <laughs> um, it was amazing. The heat was phenomenal. I think it was around mid-30s, very humid. So wow. it was a real experience in running through the villages. And, and, um, and it was great to see Beijing. Um, it gives you a real appreciation of what we've got here and, and how lucky we are. And you hear that people speak that all the time. How lucky we are in Australia, but it's not too travel. You are, and um, and we, we've done a lot of running in other cities. We visited New York when I was in London. Actually, that's when I got right back into running in London. I used to okay. when I was working over there. I used to get home at um, eight o'clock at night on the tube, and I actually used to go for a run at night um, through the eastern part of London, which back in two thousand and eleven, I think it wasn't the same as part now. Right, and um. Yeah, nine thirty at night. I hit the pavement, running through um, the back streets of London in the dark, and it actually made me go a little bit quicker because I was scared <laughs> I was going to get stabbed. <laughs> yeah, so running is definitely a passion, and um, and I think it'll continue to be. Um, but yeah, definitely with uh, in tandem with what we're doing and just feeling a bit more stronger overall. Nice. Okay. And so, what I want to touch on now is just some of um, if there have been any some setbacks in terms. Fitness. Like, have you ever gone through anything that's been, and I guess, well, we can talk about fatigue uh, or burnout as a bit of a setback. And then uh, from there, just what you've done, like, what have been your processes through 
I guess, coming back to the set. And this can also be a space. Yeah, for sure. I think both are quite, they're both entwined, aren't they? With life and, and fitness. Um, look, physically, I've had a few hamstrings go and calves. Yeah. Uh, the older you get, more susceptible calves are to go, mate. <laughs> I've got amazing calves, by the way, but. Um... <laughs> Self-confess. Self-confess, yeah. <laughs> My mates will be laughing if I ever hear this. But, um, <laughs> um, yeah, so with setbacks, um, I am typically a person who, with exercise, I don't have so If yeah. I have an injury, I need to get back on. But I suppose with experience, I realise, okay, keep the end in mind. Don't come back too soon. Otherwise, you can twofold um, your issue there. And I've had a lot of experience in the past where I've come back too early. And done the same injury again, and I'm out for longer. Um, I suppose with life as well. Um, yeah, I, I think vice versa. Life and fitness they have an influence on each other, don't they? Yeah. yeah. So if you're in a if you're in a space where you're living generally unhealthy, where you're probably eating the wrong things, um, drinking too many beers or wines, whatever that might be. Um, that can have an influence on, on your exercise and vice versa. And I think when you're feeling fit and healthy when you're exercising, you tend to eat better. I just, they go hand in hand. So I suppose there's stages where um, you're not feeling great in life and, and maybe, and everyone has those moments, they have those lapses, that's human nature. It's not taking the path of least resistance to go, to go back into that sphere. And I think with me now with a bit of experience, it's realising and remembering how I feel when I tend to live a bit healthy or get a bit complacent food inside. Yep. And that sort of keeps me motivated um, to live well. Um, and falling off the wagon, you know, to a degree, if you want to call it that like I did late last year, again, um, centering yourself and realising what's important can be a massive motivator as well. It also helps some in the house telling you to get food as well. Yeah. It's always a great motivator. Yeah, Amy's not backward in coming forward to let me know her opinion on that. So, um, but again, coming from a place of love, too. Right. Good, mate. Well, look, and obviously, like, had some major success in the gym as well. Like, I've seen lifts and everything go up and stuff you're doing outside um, of training well with um, you and I. So, mate, in those, those last couple of months, mate, I'll just setting far higher so felt yesterday as oh, well mate, I did jeez I did that's yeah. just that next level so we're always going to continue to push those boundaries well, it's funny it's funny with that mate as well I mean half on and pull take over mate no you're right it's um those times when you feel mentally defeated I and mean, then I think I love your line for Dave Goggins 40% yep right. um, D- David's line <laughs> I, I just regurgitated mate, it just, just take it on board mate that's fine <laughs> just own it Josh um so you and I are doing those routines and just living generally like ease isn't the point, growth is. Yeah. And that's, for me, that's in life again, with each other. Um, very easy to live in a comfort zone, isn't it, mate? Oh, but, yeah. But are, are you optimising your happiness? Short answer, mate, with mine. So when you're reaching that 90, 100% capacity in your mind, really 50%, and you remember, okay, ease isn't the point, growth is, fire up, Finish it off, feel good. Yeah. What was I trying to think about? Oh, David. Uh, yeah, well, you put me onto that. I did. Yeah. So, just for everyone listening, it's called You Can't Hurt Me. Uh, master Your Mind and 
there. Anyway, so what Scotty's referring to with that forty percent is uh, David Goggins. He's a ex Navy SEAL, um, runs a shitload of ultra marathons, um, and one of the biggest takeaways I got from that is that a lot of people have been getting away from it forty percent rule. So as Scotty just said, when you think you're at a hundred percent, nine times out of ten you're not, especially uh, if you just talk about the recreational exerciser, um, that limit what you're able Juice so much more as opposed to what you are running out. So I constantly say with sessions 40%, 40%, 40%. Uh, some people, when they respond well to that, they'll pick up like yourself. They yeah. just go that harder. It's a, it's a great accountability mechanism, isn't it? Oh, fantastic. And you can use it with anything. It doesn't just have to be exercise. It can be, you know, you think studied out. Yes. You know, 40%. Like I'm, I'm at, maybe at my mental limit. I may not be. Step away for a second, come back in. Oh. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. Um, awesome, mate. So, what I want to ask now is, what would, what do you think are some of your key motivators? So, what, as, as, or opposed to knowing that, yes, I know when I exercise, I better, when I eat I better, and it's going to make me feel good. What would be something that really gets you motivated? Good question, mate. Um... Let's let's relate it back to today. So I I set the alarm for four forty five this morning, intending to go for uh, that ten k run first off, and then walk the dog. Got up and I just felt crap. Yep. You know, sometimes you just wake up and you have those days. Yep. And then I just um, laid in bed for a bit. Get up. Um, I'm gonna feel a lot better. I knew we had our had uh, organised for today. I've got a fairly Appointments. Uh, I asked myself the question: um, How am I going to? What I'm going to achieve to be my best self? Today? Um, and I'm going to get that there as well. So it's a conscious reminder every day to how do how do I be my best self? Because uh, I know at the end of the day, if I give 100 percent and I'm my best self, I feel great. In a That's more of a daily focus than a long term focus. The daily focus should always um, meld into your long term goals and aspirations. Um, but if I didn't do that run, I would feel absolutely guilty yep. and just crap this afternoon, oh, to be honest. And, and I wouldn't be giving my best self in, in our chat now and my other reports that I've had today, Definitely. growing the business. Um, and again, that sort of comes back to, to my internal motto, like priorities in life. Um, always prioritise your health, number one. And health means mental and physical. To your family. And three, well, if we want to call that work in that order. Um, but if you're healthy and you're giving time, loving your family, work will look after itself. And too often in life, and I said it's particularly in real estate where people work six, seven days a week, that order's wrong. Yep. You know, they they prioritise work. Now, I'm not saying work's unimportant. Work's very important. But um, how, how are you most productive with work? If you're overweight, you lack energy, you're not giving your best out. So who does that affect? Affect you? Probably affect time with your family as well. So that's my sort of internal motivator. Now, without getting rah rah every day, that's what drives me. How do I be my best self? And that drives me out of bed. Just put your shoes on. Just put your, your gym gear on. Just just go. Don't think about it. That's exactly what I say. The hardest hardest part is tying up those shoelaces. You've got all your clothes on and your shoes tied. Nothing's stopping you. Nothing's stopping you. No. I find that the hardest part. Shoes on, yeah, go, yeah, 
mate. And on that, so when's the uh, motivational coming out? Because, <laughs> mate, I reckon you, oh, you're going to be a bestseller right there. I think it's these short blacks, mate, which is uh, firing me up right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, awesome, Scotty. All right, so, what, mate, what's coming up? What's coming up for the business? Like, where where are you hoping business is going to go? What's coming up in terms of training? Got any events on the horizon you'd like to share? Well, we've got Spartan coming up, haven't we, Joshy? Oh, can't wait. How excited are you for that? I'm actually pumped. Like, this is the first time we're all going to have a place to stay, yeah. everyone meeting up. It's going to be great. Have a few beers before we trot off. Is that half Yeah, definitely half <laughs> Mate, you get the right beers as well, you know, get the right macros. Fairly big head. Yeah. One, one gram carbohydrate. Oh, mate. That's oh, sorry. Not... Oh, no. A lie. One gram fat, one gram protein, no carb. Really? Yeah. Fairly big head. Oh, there you go. I've got to get on to that. Yeah. I should know. That's my home ground down in Burley Heads way. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, really looking forward to that. And the good thing about having an event um, is that you need for an accountability to train for it and to feel good leading Definitely. up to it there as well. And I think we've got, um, we were looking at the spark in the year as well on the goal. Yeah, September down at Goldie yeah. as well. Do it. I'll be pretty keen on that too. Toying with the idea of maybe doing, um, I think, is it the Brisbane Half Marathon? Mid this year. I, I heard someone talk about that the other day, so I might research for that. Another half I don't marathon. know if Brizzy does a marathon. I know they do like Bridge to Brisbane and stuff. Yeah, we did that last year. Which yeah. yeah. I think there's the Gold Coast Marathon. Yeah, the Gold Coast is good. Anyone looking to do a half marathon straight off the bat or a, or a full marathon if they're game, Gold Coast is a really good one to do because it's flat. Yeah, great scenery as well. Oh, great it's all scenery. done up now from the Com Games. Yeah, like, true. It's looking really good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so I might try and throw a few one of those in. And, and um, Amy and I are very big on the track, so I'd love to get overseas later in the year, hopefully that permits it. Um, yeah, but if you've got priorities to, to Yeah, off first, you start off, up. Yeah. really hard that first year. Definitely, mate. I think it's important, though, mate, just on that note, He's had a motivational speech coming, but um, <laughs> mate, you've got to reward yourself for your wins along the way. Yeah. I think too often in life we don't reward ourselves for the little wins we have, um, and that's detrimental to your, to your health, your mental health. You know, um, you know, happiness comes from satisfaction, and you need to say, okay, great, we've had a win. Not get complacent with that, especially if you've got a long-term goal in mind. But um, celebrate it, absolutely. Mate, um, I'm pumped for you. Thanks, mate. So, uh, September will be good. We do, uh, we're making everyone that runs the 12K this time around. They've got to run the 16K and the 7K. Really? The same day, yes. And the, so, and the 7K too. That's it. And that way we get an extra special medal because we would have done a trifecta for the year. Right. So, mate, is this going to wear after Spartan so the guys don't hear about that? <laughs> I've, already told, I've already told a few of them. Oh, yeah? Good. Oh, this is my first time going out. <laughs> That's right, I'm up for a challenge. Yeah. Don't take the path of least resistance. So I think, uh, Scotty, you've already touched on this, but uh, what do you feel you do as an example now? Um, this doesn't just have to be, and not an example of Billy either. Those that don't remember, Billy's the dog. So you don't just have to set an example for <laughs> Billy. But um, in terms of uh, business and life and stuff, and I guess just not even people that know you, but just as a person within the community, what do you feel you do uh, to set an example? What do you feel is important that you portray? Another great question, mate. You've got some beauties, don't you? Um, I think, for me, uh, live your truth and don't conform. Um, what I mean by that is just be honest to yourself and, and live your life. Um, don't conform to the norms of society or what you 
good as should do. Um, be be honest with yourself. Be honest with, with me, and that could be a daily thing um, there as well. I mean, there's a lot of un what I see anyway, broadly speaking. There's a lot of unhappy people out there, and it just doesn't make sense. They're they're unhappy and they're working hard. It's just a, a, not a great situation. So, um, and more often than not, they don't they're not really conscious of are they happy? Are they just miserable? There too, so and a lot of those people aren't living their truth, and that's not a judgment or anything like that. But it's more of he's going to help out the yeah. that and why you're unhappy. Tell me more about that. Um, seeking clarity is a big thing. A lot of people aren't clear what they want to achieve in life. Or I see that a lot, especially younger people. Clarity, it's like younger people. people. Yeah, yeah. lacking a bit of purpose. Yeah, well, it, it might also just be that they don't. Yeah, like so with a lot of my young and some people. They, they do know what they want and they've got a way to get there. So yep. they know I've got to jump through X amount of hoops, do all this and get there. But I, I just find possibly, like, I don't know if it's a, a dogma place. Like, they just mm. think this job has prestige. I need to do that to, to feel gratification worth. Yeah, I, I know exactly what you're saying. Um, yeah, and, and I think you've got to live your truth. You've got to be yourself. Don't conform. Um, and the, the people that love and care for you will because they're the people that are really I mean everyone else out there our society is so judgmental it's oh, crazy mate. Instagram and Facebook oh my goodness <laughs> I, I, cr- I cringe I'm not really on Instagram and Amy is and I just cringe some of the stuff that's on but um, mate you are on Instagram like I'm always out there oh thanks mate appreciate it I saw that video the other day yeah. jeez I was struggling oh mate it's oh, 100 pounds like it was up there yeah, it was a thanks, heavy mate. ball yeah. Annika was giving you rats Oh, was she? Yeah. Oh, thanks, Annika. Thanks, Annika. Appreciate it. Um, but I, I suppose you, you need to be your true, authentic self to really be truly happy. And that's probably a bit of experience talking to the grey beard coming out and, and, the, and the grey hair. Um, you, you need to, to live your own life. Um, and everyone's different. And, and don't, don't criticise. Be a cheerleader. Yep. Um, that's, that's one of the biggest learnings I've had in life. And, I suppose early in life, you know, you learn a lot. I think at times I probably was a little bit judgmental and critical of different people and didn't know why. Maybe that was those, those norms you were expecting. You know, um, go to a certain high school, you know, meet a certain person, get married, have kids, go to uni, get a job. Just throw it out the window. If you want to do that, great, fantastic. And you get purpose out. But it's not all about that. Um, you've only got one life to live. Make it purposeful. And if it's purposeful, you're going to be happy there as well. Um, so, yeah, long-winded answer, but um, don't conform, be authentic, and live your truth. That is great. And I mean, don't know what you're doing yet. It's all right. We're all going to live to wear 100 now, so you've got plenty of time. <laughs> oh, mate, how good's that medicine? Not, yeah, not even at halfway point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And probably just on that, mate, again, sorry to harp in again, but um, people can be very competitive. In society and in sport, and I'm, I'm competitive definitely in sport. But the biggest competition is yourself, not not the person opposite you in in the touch footy team, or you know, not the person in society that just had a you know a child on Instagram and you want a child, or they've just been married or whatever. It's you know the biggest competition is yourself. Don't get too focused. On totally um, agree. Yeah, do not agree. All right, Scotty. So we're going to go with our wrap up questions, even though there's uh there's a fair few of them. But these are ones that uh, everyone's going to get. Yeah, far away, mate. So uh, hopefully we've still got uh, 
not viewership. What do you call it on a, on a podcast? Would I you call it viewership? Be, yeah, viewings or listening. Listenings? Yeah. Listenership? Yeah, yeah okay. sure. Why not? We'll start filming them yeah. eventually, so. Yeah, we might have a few tuned out right now, but let's fire away, mate. <laughs> so the first one is, um, well, what do you do every morning? Um, that it, no, oh, sorry, it doesn't have to be in the morning either. What do you do every day to feel crucial to your success? Um, definitely some form of exercise. Out. As I said before, some mornings there's um, a bit of resistance to that. That's still non-negotiable. Um, I take time to do some form of diary. I've got here the high-performance planner. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's thick for it's, everyone that's yeah. wondering. Thick. So I just journalise for about 30 minutes, 40 minutes at the start of every day, usually okay. over a coffee. I put the phone on the flight mode. Yep. Um, why today is important. Um, a message to myself to motivate me um, and how I want to feel at the end of the day. And what are the top three non-negotiables that I want to achieve today? Um, now, this high-performance planner was derived um, or created by a guy by the name of Brendan Burchard. Okay. Um, so Brendan's got a – I think he's the number one coach in America. So it's not too rah Coach for what? Personal coach. Okay. Yeah, uh, high-performance coach. Right. Yeah, so um, it's really good because it entwines you know, work, life, everything else too. So, um, so a priority for me on gym day could be go hard at the gym. And Which sort of, yeah, and, and that sort of plant to see in the back of my mind, or consciously and go hard. Um, and other other tasks could be work tasks, not negotiable. Um, and that sort of gives me focus to get through what's important for the day, not what's urgent. Yep. Um, I don't check emails first thing. Steer away from it. That's the biggest unproductive thing you can do because I think if it, and a lot of people do it, if you check emails at the start of the day, you're running on other people's agendas, not yours. Mm. That's going to make you unproductive and unhappy. There was, there was a study done on that, and uh, I'm obviously going to butcher this pretty well, but the gist I got out of the study was that as soon as you wake up, and if you do check your emails first thing, um, that exposure to blue light will overstimulate the brain. And then what happens is because you've overstimulated, you haven't gone through that natural waking up process, just like we go through our natural sleep process of getting tired. You're right. Because you overstimulate it too quickly from that blue light, it just causes all the signals to get mixed up. Um, you tend to lose concentration and focus quicker throughout the day because of that overstimulation first thing. So you think when we go back to before there was even artificial light, you know, we would wake up with the sun. Um, so you'd have that slow wake-up process. You'd wake up with just a, a light slowly getting brighter. And then you think when we'd go to sleep, we'd go to sleep as the sun goes down. So, you know, we start to produce melatonin, which makes us sleepy, the sleep yeah right um so yeah having that that reason doing that is pretty bad but i think it's great how you then use that as going on someone else's agenda yeah scientifically speaking yeah how intriguing because it's um it's good to back a lot of this stuff up with a bit of science and a bit of, mm. a bit of data um it's a very it's it's a, it's a habit to get into it's a bad habit to get into sometimes oh, even just checking your phone through the day but um, and look, I'm not saying look, in work, sometimes you need to answer emails throughout the day or whatever, but if you can limit your email intake to say um, the morning and afternoon, yep. twice a day, I think you're doing well. Um, and get caught up in doing very uninteresting things and be busy. Mate, yeah. I'll, I'll preach for that. Oh, mate. Caught up in 
unimportant things. Oh, and how's it at the end of the day and you feel, what have I done? Yeah. I've done thing, but yeah. I've been busy. Yeah. That's a really crap. Yep. Uh, that low productivity. Yeah. I totally agree. All right, uh, Scotty, what's your favourite pastime activity? Yeah, good question. Um, oh, look, I'm a rugby league nut way back. Um, I'm a passionate, don't judge me, Gold Coast Titans supporter. Um, <laughs> Titans have been for a good year this year, I think, but um, I'm, I'm a long, long-suffering Gold Coast CEO supporter for my <laughs> So that's, um, they're a definite passion of mine, and I'm, I'm an avid follower of the club and, and the people, and it's great people. Building a real community up. Um, at the past times, yeah, look, it's it's just family like Amy, Billy. Um, I've packed in for a walk down here off lead and great um, little path. Oh, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Just the simple things in life. Um, get enjoyment out of. I mean, we've got a lovely home here and everything else too, but you know, a home's a home. Um, travel's a big passion. Yep. I love travel, yeah, for seeing the sights and having having a few beers and enjoying life, but it's gives you perspective on the life we're all living here and I'm living and how Definitely. fortunate we are. I, um, I would almost say Australia's much rapid. Oh yeah. Like we've got it so good. Absolutely. Being so isolated. And you go to other places, you go to South Asia and you see the whole line there. Oh you go to all these other countries. Yeah. Have you been to Beijing? No. Oh, seriously, right? That's that's an eye opener. People really? living on top of each other. It's no. just um, I think it was two and a half, three hours to get from the airport to the hotel when we flew in, and it was sort of like fifteen days. Oh. with all the traffic jams, just absolutely. Fun. So um, yeah, so travel's a big passion as well. Um, there too, and I don't know. I think the hobbies, just growth in general. Yeah, um, I get a lot of enjoyment. And it could just be daily, small daily wins, or it could be achieving a long-term goal there as well. All right, and uh, the next one. What do you feel has uh, been the biggest impact? Sorry, who do you feel had the biggest impact in life? So this could be family member, friends, um, I guess a celebrity of sorts, a well-known person that's given you drive. Like, what do you feel has been one of the biggest impacts? Good question. Um, I suppose to start off with my my mother. Yep. Um, I think anyone, um, you know, growing up with parents and they sort of form your, you know, your values and your and your norms and your values. Um, so she's definitely one, and, and probably an event she passed away in two thousand and ten, right. unexpectedly, stroke, and um, learned a lot through that period. Yep. There too. Um, and appreciated more what she provided me okay. um, and the opportunity that I've got. That was a really hard time to get through, but uh, coming through the other side and, and, and you can go all the way in that situation. People can go off the cliff. I see it as an experience I've had and, um, and to grow and got a life to live, let's live it. So I think her on both of those fronts, Growing up and, and that event, her passing made me realise that it Amy, um, my wife, I think, uh, inadvertently, she's always um, encouraging me to go um, And probably an example was mentioned earlier about picking up the, the well paid 
corporate job that I was in a bit of a comfort zone in and effectively going to a startup business. Yep. Definitely out of a comfort zone and yeah, we'll be a bit nervous, but he's back back we'll continue to do so. And her pushing me to come go and see you <laughs> back in the day. Um so they're probably the two um obvious ones in terms of being a constant influence and just having good quality friends around who that have helped me through the turbulent time. Um, past. I think the older you get, you know who your true mates are, and you hear that a lot. Action speak. That's good. I think you might have touched next. You feel uh, your biggest opportunity has been. Yeah, definitely, Mum. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, it was. Interesting time because it was also sudden as well. But um, and coming out of that it took me a little while, and that's pretty much when I headed over to London to get a yeah, okay. headspace and yep. go from there. And, and that was a great time. I um, hadn't been overseas time since some foreign, weird foreign countries. So we went to the Ukraine actually on my Bucks trip <laughs> myself, uh, <laughs> and a few mates, Brett, Josh, and uh, Steve. That was pretty random, but um, yeah, but definitely mum was the biggest obstacle. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and I'm fortunate to say I'm at the other end, and um, yeah, and it still pains somewhat when I think back to those times, but I'm now very fortunate. I mean, I see every experience, good, bad, or ugly, as, as a blessing. And sometimes the biggest blessing is about crap. Yep. Um, but it gave me, and it still gives me perspective. Just touching on that trap, where's our, this is question, what's been your most favourite place? Oh, it's got to be New York, I think. Yeah. Um, been there six or seven times now, can you believe oh, that? Gosh. Yeah, and this is after going overseas for the first time eight years ago. So, right. got a good mate over there, Josh Peacock. Hey, Josh. <laughs> um, <laughs> he lives over there now. I grew up with Josh yeah. um, down on the Gold Coast, and he's doing remarkably well. And um. Yeah, it's just, uh, I think if no one's been to New York yet, it's, you've got to, it's a bucket list item for everyone. It's yeah. just a different. Summer or winter? Been in both. Um, oh, I think you like summer. You know, get in yeah, your bodies, okay. go, go to the rooftop bars, yeah. um, get over to Brooklyn. Um, yeah, it's, it can be really hot in summer, but I think yeah, you, you can do a bit more in summer than right, there, okay. there as well. But it's cool if you go there for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, so I'd say New York. Nice. Well, America's my favourite place as well. Yeah, you went over there. Yeah, we were over on the uh, West Coast. West Coast, yeah. Loved it. I, I stand by that it's the most beautiful country I've ever been to if you get all people. <laughs> like, all inhabitants gone. The yeah. most amazing landscape change. Like you can fly three hours one direction and, you know, you might go from like you know, the California uh, seashore, you know, you fly or drive inland five yeah. hours and then you're at like the border of Nevada, uh, maybe a little bit like the border of Nevada, so you've got Lake Tahoe, yeah. like great water sports in summer, you know, had the Winter Olympics there in winter, snow, yeah. like, and then you've got Yosemite, we didn't get to go over the, uh, the east side, you know, Yellowstone, flat over there, I just think such amazing places and the contrast of Australia is hot, there's bush everywhere. <laughs> Everything wants to kill you here. 
Yeah. <laughs> like we're 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 natives, we're locals, and we're fine. But yeah. Everything wants to kill you. Big enough to kill you or poison enough. Yeah. So yeah, I love it over there. I yeah, it's, it's great. a great landscape, isn't it? Like but I mean, you always like something different as well. Like when you grow up around the same, place, you don't appreciate it. Yeah. Well, I still do. I still love Australia, but love to say. Yeah. All right, mate. Um, what's been the biggest point of view, or um, and what I mean by this? So, in recent times, have you held a point of view, or a thought, or an opinion? Recently, something's happened to change that. What do you feel in your biggest opinion change ever? That's a really good question, mate. Um, is, you know, not, not particularly, no, nothing's coming to mind. Okay. It could also be something small, just something that's changed. So, for example, like me, um, I, I personally, I'm quite, I have a lot of fluid, fluidity yep. with uh, how I think. Like, I like to look at the latest research something and I'm like okay this is one thing I thought however this thing says something different I'll yep. go try and put it into practice and if I believe that this new concept works I'll change my opinion yeah, cool. so and I mean like you've heard a million times I always do a read up something and I'll say look you know this is you, you, you're amazing with the information you've got mm. I think you, you've got to be open and done to see that information because sometimes you don't say oh no I know a certain way and that's it I think I love about you. You're, yeah, you're vulnerable to, to see what new studies come out and learn from that, and then trial it. That's it yeah. for, for yourself and your clients. Um, that's what's good about you, mate, as well. And look, I think um, probably on that, have I, yeah, have I changed the viewpoint? I suppose I'm always changing viewpoints on different things throughout a week, day, month. <laughs> um, can't sort of give anything sort of specific, but I, I think if you're willing to to listen to new stuff and um, you can always improve yourself and in a work sense, you know, pass it on to your clients like you do, yep. help improve their lives. Um, yeah, I think just the willingness to be vulnerable. Thing. Stole that question straight from Russell. Oh, so did you? The guys that uh, inspired me to get into podcasting. <laughs> I love it. They always wrap. So yeah, awesome, mate. Great. Right, mate. And our uh, final question Is there any podcast, book, YouTube, influencer? Um, or quote, favourite quote you'd like to recommend or say or impart on? Yeah, well, I'm probably going to get back on the motivational bandwagon here. Um, I should be writing notes. Um, <laughs> mate, I should be writing notes. <laughs> pub- publish, publish this book with you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I know, mate. Um, no, but I'll, I'll get back on the Brendan Burchard. Um, okay. Amy thinks he's got a bit of a man crush on him. I probably do. Um, he just puts things in a very simplistic point of view without all the rara. Um, so he's got a podcast called High Performance Habits. Okay. Um, he is a big advocate for it all starts with motivation, but happens to keep, keep it going yep. there as well. So he speaks about sort of seeking clarity, being courageous, how's the energy, and that sort of intertwines a lot of that physical stuff as well. And, and a quote that I really resonate with, particularly at the moment, um, he quotes is... Uh, Honour the struggle. Yeah. So what he means by that is, I think you said it before with uh, with the army, embrace the suck. Yeah, embrace the suck. Yeah. So no, no, you're in a bit of a, a struggle per se, but honour it. it. It's how you view it. I mean, you can view it, oh, this is all too hard and throw it in. Or you know it's just one part of the journey to leave it. 
So particularly with my business at the moment, if you want to relate it back to that specifically, it's a startup business. So knowing I'm going to get a lot more kickback than wins at this point in time, but it's, I know where I'm going to get to and we're going to get to and we're determined to get there as well. And, and in the meantime, it's honouring the struggle. Grace is as you know, <laughs> when we look back in X amount of time and there's a very successful business and everything else flows on from there, we can look back at this time. Right? And that's where a bit of experience with the uh, I've had there too. So, um, that's me. Nice, mate. Awesome. Gotti, thanks so much. Goshi, thanks, mate. On. Congratulations too, mate. Did thanks, I mention mate. that earlier with, with the podcast? But, yeah, uh, I think you did. Oh, yeah. we might have had to uh, change up that audio then back then. But that's all good. This is fantastic uh, equipment too, mate. Very <laughs> uh, very high tech. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mate, super high tech for me, as you saw, like <laughs> struggling in that first part, not having the mics turned on. Absolutely, mate. Yeah, so now congratulations, mate. And, um, and mate, even to the... Um, the listenership out there. We only got one or two left now, mate. But um, <laughs> <laughs> um, mate, thank you for all support you provided me to date, and mate, looking forward to continuing that on, mate, and uh, dominating the world. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll catch you next time, guys. Thanks for tuning in. See you later. Cheers.